Hey guys, you're listening to the Gary V Audio Experience today. It's going to be a discussion with Jim Jones, how hip-hop has taken over the mainstream, how the next recessions will affect those who aren't ready for it, and business suggestions for Jim Jones and where for Jim to put his focus on. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Because we're going to be How you guys all doing? Good? Good. Hey, Ben Boyd. Good. I like Mozzie a lot. Grind, grind. I be functioning with my boy Gary V. I don't know if y'all familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Motivational speaker. That nigga said, man, put your head down, work for seven years straight. Just put your head down, work for seven years straight. Fuck what everybody else doing seven years straight. And that's how you that's how you accomplish shit in a year. I like his mindset. He's smart. Yeah, I, li- I like the way he's thinking. He's smarter than most people in this industry. From- from an independent standpoint, the way he goes about acquiring his artists, like, it's pretty dope. It's really interesting. I, I met with Mozzie, then I met with uh, the CMO, and it was just an interesting night. This was last night in LA. And I was laying there, I was like, man, it's so crazy to me how I grew up, how much more I associate with Mozzie than I do with like a Fortune 500 CMO. It's even the conversation, it's why I'm excited about tonight's conversation. My ability like to plug the two environments, and I did it when I first started my company. I was more from startup world, Silicon Valley. You know, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and I got into like the big brands, and now they know, because it's 10 years later, but then they didn't. And to me like, the reason Snoop Dogg is, a, is like the face of a game show, like Joker's Wild, like if you would have told me, the 19 year old version of me, that fucking, the guy that I just listened to on The Chronic is gonna be, is gonna be like fucking, like Anderson Cooper, like I would have laughed you out of the room, but that's what happened. And I don't think people actually understand how this shit actually plays out, which is, we, this is the middle. The middle is when Wiz Khalifa can walk into a boardroom with no t-shirt on, and not a boardroom like, I'm trying to get an album deal from Death Row. No, no, like actually Coca-Cola. That's the middle. The beginning was when this all came up in the 80s and 90s, when it was like what it was. This is the middle. The next part is that you have the leverage. The internet is a much bigger thing than people realize. It will only reward what the people fuck with. What happens next is you have the leverage. And that's where a lot of your decisions need to come from over the next 20 years. Because even though we're a little older, we're still young as fuck. Warren Buffett didn't start making real money until he was like 63. And guess what? How old are you? 42. What the 26 year old version of us doesn't realize is we're the exact same fucking dude in our heads right now than we were 16 years ago. I'll be talking to like a 20 year old and be like, we should like as if like we're the same, right? You feel it, right? Well, here's where I'm going with that. I already know that's what's gonna happen to me at 62 too. So I might as well be strategic now. Anyway, nonetheless, tonight's theme, I wanna answer questions, I wanna talk, I wanna listen, but the biggest thing that I would tell you is if you're smart, and if you listen to me, 
I think you can build more leverage and I want you to run a marathon when it doesn't seem like you should be running a marathon because you're 42. Does that make sense? Good. That to me is the fucking juxtaposition. Whereas like, we're fucking with 25, we're, we're in a 25. I could do at 42. Like if I was to go try out for the New York Giants, I'm gonna make the New York Giants at 42. Respect. 100%. Well good, if you're willing to be that ridiculous, then my shit should be easy. That ridiculous. I'm serious. Great, listen, I mean it. If you're in that mind place, mazel tov, then we're set. Because the way I'm gonna ask you to go is way easier than making the Giants. Just being patient as an entrepreneur. So if you ask me what, what like the thing I'm most scared of, I'm gonna th- go very deep right now. I'm very scared that in five years I'm gonna get an email from a mother who blames me for her son's suicide. Let me explain how. I think right now everybody thinks they're an entrepreneur. And we know that they're not. But it's super easy to say that on your Instagram. I'm starting a brand. How many times do you guys hear somebody say, I'm starting a brand? Because they printed five t-shirts with a saying on it that them and them boys got a slang term and they're like, yo, that's my brand, right? Back in the day, especially the way we grew up, a lot of people had a hustle. And then when it failed and they got a job or they got married, it just went away, like nobody even knew. Like you're like, oh, you remember you used to fucking try to sell ice cream on the corner? Now everybody's putting their shit on blast, saying they're gonna be the next this, the next that. So when they lose, which when the economy falls, everyone's gonna lose, they won't be able to hide. Got it? So what I think is gonna happen is I think a lot of people are gonna commit suicide. I really do. I'm watching it, it's already happening. I failed everything in school, but there was one book, I didn't read it, but for some reason I got a good grade. So it was a rare moment for me. It was around a book called The Scarlet Letter. And I think about that because, I don't, by the way, I still don't know what the book's really about, but I know enough to know the following. When you have a scarlet letter and everybody can see it, that shit is hard. Everybody's putting themselves in a vulnerable position right now. Everybody's a model, everybody's an entrepreneur, everybody, and they're all being subsidized by a fake economy. We're old. We know when the economy fails, shit gets hard. These kids are living a fake world. And when you live in a fake world, it's why rich kids get into drug problems. They live in a fake world. Sometimes you're 6'8", and that's the trick. Other times, you're super rich, and you think you had something to do with it. And then you get into the real world, and here's the problem. This is so fun for me to talk about, because nobody talks about the rich kid who's gonna die. Rich kid used to go, to Harvard, because grandpa built the fucking library, right? Then he or she went to Goldman Sachs or a law firm, because grandpa did that too, and they hid in the machine, making a million a year. That kid now is starting a company. But they're soft, because they're a zoo animal, because they were protected. And the market doesn't give a fuck who their grandpa was. And they're gonna get exposed and they're gonna fall hard. I meet these kids every day. If you ask me who I'm more scared for, the hood kids I hang out with every day, or the fucking trust fund babies, not even close, trust fund babies. Cause they're gonna kill themselves. The hood kids are just gonna blame the president. And grind. I'm telling you, it's gonna be bad. 
You know why I'm so happy? Because I think everything is my fault. I'm being serious, it's weird as shit. It took me a long time. I'm like, oh shit. Because the second you think it's your fault and you don't think anybody else controls your shit, you get happier. It's real crazy shit. I think about it all the time. But then, but if you're constantly letting yourself, what are you know, what's the difference between your, I guess, analyzation of that, opposed to the people that get, that beat up themselves because they blame I think it's, you asked a really, really smart question. I'll tell you why. The fine line between confidence and insecurity is super thin, super thin. And, uh, and all of it comes down to who are you? God, if I could fuck it outside of like letting you be healthy, like outside of me giving you a pill that would make you healthy, the next pill I would give you is to get quiet. If I tell you I don't give a fuck what anybody says about me, including my wife and mother, it's true. And that is game changing. And that's basically all my content. All I'm trying to do is get people one way or the other to that place, because what happens then is fucking amazing. If my mom called me right now and said, I'm disappointed in you, I don't know what the fuck I'd do. I, you know, I talk a big game, right? But still, what, I grew up different. I don't care about what my mom said. But, and fair enough. My son said. Respect. Respect. To me, whoever it is, right? And by the way, in the culture, it's grandma. For some people, it's dad, not mom. It might be your aunt. It might be your sister. The few times it's come to a head, though, there's just something in the way I'm wired and raised and how I grew up. I care, but I know they don't know everything. Got it? Like my mom just doesn't know everything. She knows real well. Like I was in her. She knows me. She really knows me. But she doesn't know everything. And that's what happens. The reason, you know why I don't judge? Because I don't know. It's unbelievable. I can't judge, I talk a bit, a lot. But it's me making observations, it's not judgment. It's a very difference, big difference. I don't know your life. I'll give you a good example. I know in my heart that if I was homeless, I would steal every day. I think if you're homeless, you should steal. I, I actually believe that. It's part of survival. It's very simple. Why people do what they do. It's context. You know? And that's why this thing matters to me so much. What it comes down to every single time is the truth. The biggest respect I put on a pedestal is hip hop culture. It's very untrickable. It's really good at sniffing out bullshit. There's a reason there's something called culture vultures. It means they got away with it for a few minutes. All you need is a few minutes in this game. The devil don't need no time at all. So much money in this motherfucker, that's all it was built on. That's people who value money over their name. I lose so much money to make sure people say nice things behind my back. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, yet I spend my whole life making sure the people that actually know me say good things behind my back. It's the same reason Motown made a huge mistake in a lot of ways when I look at it as a marketing businessman. Watching current hip hop establishment shit on mumble rap is maybe the most interesting thing that I've watched in a long time. I spend ungodly amounts of time on this. Because it's the same old shit. 
It's like, the, it's unbelievable. Mainly because we're older now, like the shit, you know, we're at the age where the, uh, so Wu-Tang asked me to be in their documentary. It's been 25 years since 36 Chambers came out. And I was like, oh my God. When I was in college and one of my friends wanted me to go see the Rolling Stones, and I was like, the Rolling Stones? That's some old people shit. That's what Wu-Tang is now if a kid's 18 in college. I think what you're asking, at least what I would be thinking is, how the fuck do you get everybody to give a fuck without selling out to things that undermine the position is the most interesting game, right? How do you get the youth to give a fuck? How do you get everybody to have the feelings? Like when you just said that I had feelings from a, from a gen, like a generation ago, I'm like this is so crazy, you know? You definitely have to get the youth to engage. I agree. The problem is OGs and legends don't do a terrible job with respecting the youth. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. That's I believe you. I just want to talk. I just want to talk. Love us. I believe it. I embrace them. I believe you. Here's the good news. Here's the good news. Truth is, A, I don't know, so we're going to talk. B, where I would go first, back to the truth, and I saw you react to it, I'd love to know, and you, listen, you're busy doing your own shit, but the first place I would start with what you're asking, and that's what we're here to do tonight, is who, if anybody, do you authentically fuck with? that is young in the game right now and then I would start strategizing backwards. For the things that go completely crazy, you need everybody to get behind because there's too much noise. It's why, if you look carefully, Jay-Z's last couple of effort, like Jay-Z's in a funny spot. Like nobody's saying it, but here's the punchline. He's a lot less relevant than people realize right now. Now he's one and he's a mogul, yeah. But, but, yeah, but if you watch carefully, when you narrow things, you become vulnerable. Title was narrow. Cashed out gave up attention. It's fine. Everybody's entitled to it. But the, go ahead. That is at the pinnacle of what we all got in this rap game to do. Oh. It's the fucking cash out. A hundred percent. To a point where it wouldn't even matter who the fuck said anything. <laughs> so fucking, uh, fucking rich. A hundred percent. It depends on what you're playing for, right? Like, like, like Wayne's last album, that wasn't playing about money. That was playing just to be creative freedom again. Everybody's playing for something different always, right? Everybody's fighting for something. That's super fine. But I'm using it as a comp because no matter how big you are, Eventually Madonna puts out an album that starts the process of the downside. On the flip side, it's why anything can happen on the upside. Like, people always spend all their time worried about the fall off. I'm always talking about the opportunity. It's mapping, it's bringing value to certain people, it's cashing in favors from others. It's just, when shit drops, like I get, all I do, I think you guys even know this, like I give love, 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 but when I have a book or a sneaker or something I give a fuck about, you're reconciling and you're counting your head and you're like, you know, who could, and my big thing is I ask and don't expect. That's why I'm also happy, right? Like I'll hit somebody up that I knew I did a bunch for, I'm like, yo, this means a lot to me. 
And if they if they don't do anything, I'm not like motherfucker. My dad's the other way. Like he's real <laughs> tick for tack, so I'm very opposite. Like I see that version. Like he's like, yo, I fucking back in Russia, I once like picked up his cow, and like this motherfucker. I'm like, dad, that's 39 years ago. Like you can't worry about that shit. You know, he's like that. I'm the other way. I'll give, give, and if the person look, I take note. I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I let a lot of people slide with a lot and I always give and don't expect. I like helping people. Yeah, it's fun. I like genuine helping people. Yo, karma's real as fuck. Like, listen, negativity, the wrong thing, it wins the halftime game. It's leading at halftime. But good always wins. A lot of people take what I've done for a lot of negativity, but like you said, people don't know. People don't know. You did so. They People don't know. Get with, with, if, if something happened right now, all they're gonna do is tell you Jim Jones was in that restaurant with some people. They're not gonna say nothing else. But wherever I'm at, I'm, it's, they don't know. And they don't know. Like, they just tell you all the bullshit, but they don't know what. They don't know how it goes. They don't know. Like, That's you know I mean? honestly, man. I'm telling you, it's so liberating when you stop judging. I look at people I'm like you don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so couple things. Let me give you something else. I think about, listen, this is gonna be very basic, but I think music lives in its own cocoon. I think about distribution, right? Makes sense. But I don't think about it the way the music industry does. For example, what song are we gonna give some YouTube person to put in their vlog? What song are we gonna ask some esports kid while they're playing Fortnite to play on repeat in the background? I'll tell you that's where Drake is very smart. Like Drake is a marketer as much as he is an artist. Cause Drake thinks about distribution. Drake doesn't show up on Ninja's Fortnite channel for fun. That's what I want you to do. I want you to pick a song and be like, okay, this is good for, you know, teeny boppers. This is good for esports people. This is good for, we want this playing during the garden, like warm ups. Got it? Distribution? Like if you want something to pop, you need distribution that doesn't make sense. I always, Boyd knows this, I always talk about Good Charlotte, because I think that was the last time I played Madden, in like 96, 97. In the, when you were making your dynasty team, Good Charlotte was playing on repeat. You had all these kids in the hood be like, yo, Good Charlotte's fucking fresh. I'm like, Madden. Well, when they put one of my records on one of them, I don't know if it was Madden or NBA, one of my records was on one of them, so that's crazy. Like, just because the shit was on, on, on the end. old games like that. Like, the end. You're right. That's crazy. Give me an example of something that's like a. Give me, let's play here. We're having okay, fun. Like, what would be a dream scenario? A dream like, scenario, for me, it would be like. Someone that has like. Men's Health, if yeah. it. Men's Health Magazine. Let's GQ talk, Magazine. Let's talk about both. I'm so happy right now. Let me help you. The reason I am who I am is because the level that I shit on both on both of those. Let me explain. Men's health, GQ. There's 53 Instagram accounts that if we get you on, you'll get 50 times more than those two things. If you're on the cover of Men's Health, if you get 53 of the right influencers and meme accounts in fitness, you'll get way more attention. Next, there's 35 podcasts and fucking that will make it way bigger than that. Like if you ask me why companies or big artists are losing, is they're playing the Shit, let me come with Guys, you. Guys, let me come with you. When Goldlink went on Fallon, nobody fucking watched. It's just, I don't think people get it. I used to pray that the Wall Street Journal or Fast Company or Inc. 
or the New York Times reached out to me, now I make them need me. It's cat and mouse, it's boys and girls. You know how guys get good girls? <laughs> Let the girl come to you. That, like, that's what you want to do with this. Like, so spending any energy trying to get them versus diversifying the distribution within a digital phone environment, I think will give you a lot more leverage. I think about everything as how many bullets in the chamber. That's all. I would triple down on your audience. Are you doing Instagram Lives at all? Yeah. Good. How often? I haven't done it. It's hard. It's hard. I don't, you know. I see how you do it. You talk to the fans too. That, you know, the thing, listen, I'll be very honest. The thing that, you know, as we've been getting to know each other, you know, it's the same old shit. You get to know somebody, you give a fuck, you start paying attention a little more. I'll be honest with you. What's most interesting for me with you, if I became your full-time manager and we started a business together, this was my life, literally the first thing I would say to you is 42-year-old white girls. 42-year-old white girls? That would be my macro business strategy for Jim Jim. Meaning? Meaning I think Reggie you- got those online. <laughs> I think you can win that game. I think you'd win that game. And let me tell you what about that game. You wanna talk about real bags? Some bags. Snoop's not hanging out with Martha Stewart for fun. And she's not hanging out with him for fun either. You have street cred. It's so valuable when the streets fuck with you and you're mature, ugh. The biggest advantage I think of people that are in a mature state of legend status within hip hop is the streets are always gonna fuck with you regardless. It's kind of what that Mozzie talk where it really he really caught it. Where I was like, you can't have an album where everything is street, 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 and then that's the album. That means you didn't do anything to expand. It's real great that Yo Gotti and YFN Lucci are in your album but like, where's Jessica Simpson? Where's Dolly Parton? Where's Kate Hudson? Where's you see where I'm going? Thing that you need that'll push you in a whole different yeah. demographic. Do you know how much more money Nelly made when Kelly Rowland sang the hook? Do you know what happened to Kendrick Lamar's career when Taylor Swift had a song with him? And it's not 1993 anymore where everyone has to act thug every minute. Yeah. It's about paper now. I think you should lean in heavy into fitness. And what I would do is I would have him DM like 150 fitness brands. Jump ropes, bars, protein, sh- I, you know, I don't know what you fuck with. Everything. Just DM be like, yo, fitness, keep, do literally as simple as this. Keep doing your thing. Like what you're doing. Keep going. That's it. See who responds to that. Fitness is your is your calling card. It's not even close. It's not even close, by the way. It's your truth. And that's where all the money is. There's a lot of money in fitness. Oh, no. Oh. Yes, in your truth. That's where the money is. In my truth. Mm-hmm. Do music and fitness, tune out everything, get focused, get smart, have the right meetings, figure out where you want to take the fitness energy. How do you want to monetize? Is it getting a million a year to be the face of a protein bar? Is it selling a $100 course? Is it getting you know, retro to pay you 100,000 as an influence? I, there's a lot of ways to do it. 
But first, the crew's gotta decide. Tune out all the noise. All we give a fuck about is, number one, giving a fuck about our audience. Once in a while, replying, going live. The shit, watch what I do, not what I say.